You know, I never get tired of that intro music. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special a bonus episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Uh, I'm joined today. It's, I'm Parker. I'm joined today by Steven. Hello, Steven. Hello. And we have producer Jenny in the wings. Hey. And uh, Steven and I have previously done a, a wonderful little episode, little mini bonus episode on uh, Compass Box Whiskey on one of their... Uh, it's all these wonderful little three packs of uh, different collections that they do, and uh, it was a great way to introduce uh, our audience to some of the wonderful blended scotches out there. And uh, we're doing that again today. They ca- they came out with another uh, one of these great three packs of their the blenders uh, collection, which I'm very excited to talk about today. Steve, t- let's tell us a little bit how much, what your thoughts on Compass Box. You know, I was initially very unfamiliar till we did our our first compass box little mini app mm-hmm. and since then uh just excited about anything and everything that they're doing right like yeah they it's really it's so impressive uh some of the blends they do and if you go on their website and their website you can find like they have spec sheets they give you the nitty-gritty details on everything they're making as far as it's a this percentage of this this percentage of that this percentage of that they are telling you exactly what they're doing they're just doing it so well. Right. And like in the world of whiskey where things can be so murky mm-hmm. and not transparent, it's really cool to be able to like. Yeah. Actually be upfront about yeah, what they're just doing. Be completely forward about what it is because it's really good. Yeah. No, it's, oh man, it's awesome. Um, I, I like this little card. I was telling you uh, how much I appreciate all the stuff on here. Uh, they're proud that their blends stand shoulder to shoulder with the greatest whiskeys. Which yeah, I'd say they, that tracks. They should be. They should be. Uh, with this box, uh, let us show you three families of blends that can be made from Scotland's two styles of spirit, malt whiskey and grain whiskey. So pretty exciting. Uh, just a little background on them. They were founded uh, uh, by John Glazer in 2000, uh, working from his kitchen. <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> it's great. Uh, John previously had worked for a large UK distiller, um, even though he's an American. Uh they, uh, they believe that uh, by bringing together a single malt and single grain whiskeys of the highest quality, it is possible to create textures, flavors, and pleasures that no solitary whiskey can attain. The, the sum of the parts greater than the whole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something to that extent. Uh, which, b- based on our previous uh, experiences with this brand, uh, they're onto something for sure. We'll see if it keeps up with these expressions. Uh, they also believe whiskey quality is determined by flavor and character not by an age statement, which is why you will not find an age statement in any of these Could whiskeys. not agree more. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, ages it's am- and everything. It's amazing some of the stuff we try, and not just in, you know, scotch or um, bourbon or rum, but like all, all of them, you, you come across these different uh, expressions, and it's like, wait, that's only two years old? That's only four years old? That's right. only six years old? Compared to some of the things you try, like, oh, yeah, this is a 12-year-old whatever. Eh. Right. You know, it's, it's fine. But then it's like, hey. I got this five-year-old rum right here from wherever. Like, oh my god, that's only five years old. It's incredible. May I, may I ask a question? Sure. Um, from two, I'll call experts in the field. Um, what would you say if there is a, like a two-year whiskey that you would say is really good and stands up to an older whiskey? What is it that's causing? If it's not age, what is making it that good? Oh, on a, admi- admittedly, it's tougher with bourbon to have a good two-year, but rum it's a little easier. Yeah. Um, and rye as well. I was going to say two-year rye yeah. can be good. Yeah, but. rye can be good at two years. Um, but there are some good, um, a lot of factors. So a lot of it um, has to do with uh, the mash, like mm-hmm. their initial distillate. Because you think about all the mezcals we try, that's like all distillate. Right. That's and a, it all depends on the original mash yeah. or flavors that you're getting. And with, I would say, 
it's all about the blend, right? So like if you have something that's maybe a little too far on the sweet side and you have something that's a little too cutty, a little too sharp, mm-hmm. you can blend those things. to. Apparently, you can blend those two things together and get something that's more balanced. Yeah, that is, that is definitely the idea. Now, not to say like, hey, a two-year bourbon is going to be better than a uh, you know, 12-year right out the gate, but there are, there are plenty of times where, hey, this four-year four one outshined in a blind tasting, this 10-year one. That does happen, it does happen. all the time. But uh, let's talk about what we're going to be trying today. So we've got these three expressions. We have the Glasgow blend, the Orchard House, and the Hedonism. Stoked about that last one. So first up, we've got the Glasgow blend. But first, let's take a quick break. And we're back. So we got the Glasgow blend. I just want to read you, Stephen, the uh, little blurb they got on it. Uh, The Glasgow blend is a classic blended scotch whiskey and combines both single grain and single malt whiskeys. Brace yourself for smokiness and the rich dried fruit character of sherry cask aging. Uh, This is a Cameron Bridge first fill bourbon barrel, single grain, makes up 35.2% of this. Uh, Distillery near Abalor, first fill sherry butt, single malt, is 29% of this. Uh, I didn't put the rest of them, but you can go on their website and look at exactly the seven different things that are in this and what percentages. I just took the two most. Wow. Uh, There's seven different. Uh, I, if memory serves, I believe there was uh, give or take. It might've been more even um, all of these expressions. They had like, I think at least seven, maybe wow. more in the blend. They had some things that was like 2.4% on some of these. And, right. Which uh, you got to wonder like how much time and effort in oh, R and yeah. D did it went into making that blend. Yeah. And uh, this comes in at uh, 86 proof and you can get this at your local liquor store. Uh, about 35 bucks. Oh, I get that smoke on the nose. Petey Pete. Right away. I almost thought it smelled like a mezcal. Oh, man. Right away. But I do get a little bit of fruit as well. I definitely get I definitely Pear. see that. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's, a good, that's a good note. Yeah, pear's good. Something else. Maybe a little green apple undertone there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see how she handles. You know, I actually thought it was going to be peatier on the palate than it than it is. I mean, it's still peaty on the palate, but uh, based on the nose, I thought it was going to be overwhelming. Ooh, kind of long finish, though. Like Very long finish that I really like. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, I'm definitely getting that smoke. Very smoky. But uh, I get a little more of that. Is it still that pear? I'm I'm getting pear. I'm getting like a maybe like a like a I can't tell if it's like a maybe a dried fruit going on on too. Yeah, I I get I don't like referencing other brands when tasting, but I do get the the sweetness I'm getting is very similar to like a Glenfiddich, mm-hmm. but combated with that single grain offshoot that adds I think just a little a little cuttiness to it. It's uh, a little bit more of that vanilla. I get a little bit of honey on it. I'm, I'm like underneath. Okay. Like in, that Hang second, on. in that second layer, I'm getting a little bit of honey. You kind of get past the smoke. There's a little bit of, I think there's a little bit of uh, fruit, a little bit of honey in there. That's my thought at least. I'm going to borrow your cup here for a sec. Yep. Wow, that is really good. Jenny, what did you think of that? It is really good, and I think the more sips of it that I took, the more I liked it. Um, it is 
it is very smoky, but I've definitely had scotches and spirits in general that have been smoke like over the top smoky. And I feel like once you get past a couple of sips of it, you really can get that flavor, that that fruitiness. I will say second sip, I started picking up yeah. a little more it subtlety. Just, I got that honey. It just took a little bit of a couple of sips to get there. And honestly, for for 35 bucks for that, that is not bad at all. That's really, that's what was shooting out at me is like, that's a daily drinker right there. Yeah. Like that's very reasonable for the quality of scotch. No, absolutely. I mean, I think I, I know she's not here with us today, but I think Allie would enjoy that based on some of her other takes. She She's always here in spirit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got the Orchard House. So I'm going to read you the little blurb on this guy. Uh, Orchard House is a blended malt whiskey, a combination of only single malts. It has notes of apple fruitiness and a touch of baking spice. It's very exciting. Oh. Cornucopia of apples on the nose. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Steve, your, your top two uh, of the blend here is a Kleinelish first fill bourbon barrel single malt, 30 0.6% and then a Linkwood first fill bourbon barrel single malt 24.9%. I actually have a bottle of Linkwood at home that I really really enjoy. So, so you can see if you can taste the Linkwood in this blend. I don't uh, know if I'm that good, but You know what I actually get on the nose here cuz I, I I you said apples right as I was uh, smelling it. <laughs> but my initial thought was some I was like what is it? It's something else. It smells like champagne to me. A little bit like that breadiness mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. I could yeah. see that. I could see that for sure. A little. Uh, it's at least a note on there. I'm not saying like the whole thing, but that is the, definitely the first thing that stood out to me. Uh, significantly less peat. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yes. none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Non-existent. Yeah. It's much brighter. Though it's still like that in that, gr- it's like bright green fruit is how I would describe that. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely not red fruit. It's, no. Yeah. No. That fruit. Has a green rind. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's dive in here. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is, is really good. That's the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes in at 92 proof, and you can get this on your shelves uh, for 50 bucks. I almost get some more like citrus on the palate. Yeah, like lemon. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost said lemon on the nose a little because it was like that third layer. I thought I got a little like lemon zest. There's or a lot going on on the nose for mm-hmm. sure. This is a complex spirit. I mean, with a blend of all these things, like that does not surprise me. Mm. I do get maybe it's a slightly more tannic finish on this one. I get like Ooh, a I little bit that. of it, that like pucker bitterness. It almost reminds me of like a... Is it like a Chardonnay kind of? Again, with Don't champagne. White wine. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, there's definitely. Yeah, Blanc de Blanc. There's definitely some notes of that. I, that's a, I'm getting. That's a great note of Blanc de Blanc. I'm um, getting more, yeah, Sauvignon Blanc on. But that's like the like the pear flavors. That's kind of what, it's kind of along those lines. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit of apricot. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could, yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it's complex. Like, it like you said, it's complex. There's a lot going on on the palate and the nose. And I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. It's Orchard House. It should taste like fruit. <laughs> right. I will say the Agreed. two scotches, though, that could not be any more different. Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I, I love about Compass Box, and this we found this last time we did this with like the Pete Monster and then the, mm-hmm. and the Spaniard and everything, is that they're so vastly different. They are making these different expressions that are all immensely different. It leads me to believe when people say I don't like blank, they just maybe haven't had the right blank. Mm-hmm. Like, I I also want to just shout out the um, amazing labels on these things. Like that is some beautiful label. Gorgeous. Yeah, I feel like scotches are always trying to be like very official and very, mm-hmm. you know, like uh straightforward in what they're doing, simplistic. And these are like there's like artwork on these. Well, Compass Box is already kinda like takes a bunch of shit for lack of a better term from the, the traditional Scotch people for being, you know, all about blending. Mm. Whereas a lot of the I mean, obviously they're using a lot of good scotch in their blends, but you know, a lot of the hardcore scotch people are like, no, single malt. Right. And those people are old and will hopefully die soon. Now, now, now. We, uh, <laughs> we are fine with your opinions on scotch as long as you don't give us a hard time about ours. Fair. I'll, I'll give you that. That is, man. What's the price point on this one? It's 50 bucks. Still pretty reasonable. I, I, that's really good. Um, next up, I'm going to pour it right now. We have the Hedonism our third one here so let me give you their their take on the hedonism hedonism is a blended grain whiskey a combination of mature single grain whiskeys with a sweet vanilla-like impression um they, they call this their signature whiskey they it used to launch the company back in 2000 uh i, I included three of the things in the blend because they were all pretty close uh the Cameron Bridge First Fill Bourbon Barrel Single Grain, 27.5%. Uh, Port Dundas uh, Recharged American Oak Hogshead, 22.1%. And Gervin Distillery First Fill Bourbon Barrel Single Grain, 20.4%. Uh, this comes in at 86 proof and $110, uh, give or take a few bucks on your shelf. Very muted peat on the nose again. It's there, but yeah, minimal. Yeah, this is much more subtle than the first one. Yes. I get. And it's much more subtle than the second one, too. I would agree. Yeah, this is. I'm getting like bourbony vibes just from the nose. Well, I mean, I'm stealing this note, but like they mentioned the vanilla. Yeah. I was going to say a little citrus again. On the nose. Yeah, I'm getting a little limey, maybe. I think I like a hint of lime. So I don't think it's lemon. Man. I want to say I get like a little bit of lime going on there. I want to unwrap that like a Christmas gift. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. That is uh, very easy drinking. Let me start there. Mm-hmm. Vanilla, vanilla, mm-hmm. vanilla. Yeah, a lot of vanilla, but like, okay, we love using our vanilla. I think it's like more vanilla bean, though. <laughs> no, I actually think you're right on that. I, I laughed at you, but yeah. It's got a sweetness to it that I really like. Yeah, this is it's very delicate, but yet still kind of rich. Yeah. It's, so It's really um, walking a tightrope here, I feel like. Right, because it, it isn't like overly viscous, nor does it linger too long on the palate, but it is rich in flavor. Yeah, um, for sure. The most recent sip I had, 
it sound or it tasted a little bit. I got like a note of coffee. I'm trying to get there. I, um, it took me a few sips to find that. I don't know that I'm quite there on coffee yet. Okay. Um, maybe like a licorice though. Yeah. Okay. I got maybe hazelnut. Is that bizarre? Oh, that's not bad actually. I could see that. That's man. That's that's an interesting drink. I bet you you could drink this four different times in different days and get different notes on it. Yes, I guarantee. We are all a little bit all over the place here, but like, I don't think any of us are wrong. Depending on how much pollen is in the air, like I might <laughs> taste something entirely different the next time I go at this. That is great. That is great. Good stuff, uh, guys. That, yeah, that is. All right, guys. If you're looking for a good 100 to 150 dollar bottle of scotch, check out the hedonism. Like this is awesome. Yeah, 110 bucks. That's killer. I mean, yeah, and that's something you can visit once or twice a year. Go back to see see what else you can pick out. It's it's really or, fun. Or like, honestly, or tw- all of these were really fun to taste. They were all very interesting. Or once or twice a week, you know. Yeah. yeah. To each his own. So, uh, uh, Steve, what was your favorite? You know, okay, that's really tough. Um, I think I'm gonna go Glasgow. You know, I thought you were gonna say that. I, that was very much your speed on a scotch. It's, yeah, uh, it's it's where I'm it's where I'm leaning towards this winter. Now, now, Steve, did we just find you a new daily drinker for this winter? Quite possibly, yes. Oh man, that's yeah. a big that's a big deal. That's excellent Jenny. timing. Yeah, it just, really is. Just in time for winter. Uh, Jenny, what was your favorite? Um, my favorite was the second one, Orchard House. Is that what it's called? I'm yeah, sorry. Orchard House. Yeah, that was my favorite. I thought. Um, I liked the idea that it was kind of similar to a champagne or a Sauvignon Blanc because if I'm drinking a white wine, usually that's those are the two that I would drink. So, um, yeah, a lot of green apple on this. Yeah, side. that like I, I'm and I really like when I'm drinking white wine. I, I really love the note of like pear. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not too sweet, but it is still like refreshing and crisp. Um, and I feel like that just kind of reminded me of it, and it was really really nice. I, I love this. Uh, we're all picking different ones. I'm going hedonism. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, they're favorite. all good. They're all fantastic. Um, yeah, the fir- like the the Glasgow blend is a little too peaty for me for, to be a daily drinker. Like I respect a good peaty scotch, but that's definitely not my everyday um, leanings. The Orchard House is great, very bright, mm-hmm. um, and gives you a lot of that effervescent feel of like a, a Blanc de Blanc or a, um, a champagne or something. And then the, the hedonism though is just for me. I love it's com- complex yet fragile yet rich. It's yeah, it's, wa- it's the whole gambit. It's a wonderful deep scotch. Like I, man, it's like you, you want to get out on the couch and really like fi- find out what's what is going on in there. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, let's 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 have a couple sessions and let's, mm, uh, let's. No, that's yeah. You get it on the Chase Lounge. Yeah, and let's, you you <laughs> delve in. Let's dig deep on this, guys. Like, yeah, I I love the the depth and complexity, but the, still the lightness and like easy drinkingness of it. Oh, what a fucking it, great scotch! I will say the the hedonism is damn near a perfect scotch. Like, and are all the uh, availability wise? Where can we get these? I mean, you can definitely get the Glasgow blend that is on the shelf every day. The other two, uh, probably in some places. I don't because I know they do rotate around some of their uh, picks. I imagine the hedonism is available because that was like what they've been they launched the company with twenty two years ago. So I feel like you can probably find that still. Uh, the Orchard House, I don't know the level of availability of that, but it's okay. probably available now. I don't know about in a year from now, but gotcha. I recommend if you see one of these like little uh, three packs to try them out, get one and try it out. I, I cannot L- recommend while that you more. Li- listen along to this episode as you do. Yeah, because uh, th- this this is the Blenders collection. 
Uh, whenever they do their next collection, I'm going to buy that one too. I'll be here for it. Absolutely. But uh, thanks, guys. That was a fun, a fun little bonus episode for the good people. Um, please uh, e- email us your great ideas, your comments, your praise for Stephen uh, at chaispiritsguys at gmail.com. And uh, you follow us on Instagram at chaispiritsguys. And uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.